Welcome back to The Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham and welcome to my show. And I know your first thought right now. Anytime you click on a video like this, you want to know, why, why doesn't my coffee have any cream in it today? And, and that's because I ran out a few days ago and I just, I, I haven't felt like going to the grocery store to pick up more coffee creamer. So I've just been drinking this with, without the cream. And incidentally from that, I'm actually saving a little bit more money. So now instead of this being 20 cents, I, I'm saving like a penny right now from doing this. So if you think of all the pennies I'm saving right now, I've saved like four pennies so far. So like people often forget, it's like if you put a penny a day in a Roth IRA over the next 7,000 years, you're gonna have like $30,000. So would you rather have a penny a day now or would you rather have $30,000 7,000 years from now? Cheers to that. Anyway, I digress. Every single day, I check CNBC because I know their schedule now. They post pretty much every day at 9 o'clock in the morning. I have not figured out how often they post millennial money, but every day I'm checking. I'm like, I look at my phone. I'm like, did they post millennial money today? Is it today? Is it today? Is it today? It's almost like a kid waiting for Christmas morning who doesn't have a calendar and has no idea what day it is. That's how I feel with millennial money. But today is that day we got millennial money, which is weird. They changed the title of this. Instead of putting millennial money at the end of the video, they're putting it at the very beginning. I, I, I wonder if this is on purpose or if it's just someone flipped the title today. But anyway, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the whole title. It doesn't sound as good, though, with millennial money at the beginning. And let, let, let me read it, though. Let's see how this works. Millennial money, living on 88K a year in the Bay Area. It doesn't sound as good. I like, I, I like millennial money at the end because that's, that's a great way to finish the title. It's like living on 88K a year in the Bay Area, millennial money. You, ca- you can't say millennial money. In the beginning. It just doesn't flow. Let, let me try this once more. Millennial money. Living on 88k a year in the Bay Area. Okay, maybe we can actually make that work. So let's just get into the video. I, I've rambled long enough. Let, let's see what this is all about. I had spent the past year thinking about all of my debt and just realizing that no matter how much more in salary I was making, I was still living paycheck to paycheck. That's smart! The fact that she's able to recognize this at 27, hopefully she recognized it a little bit sooner than 27, but the fact that she even was thinking about these things in her 20s, I got to give her a huge pass on that because lifestyle inflation is very real. When you make more money, you just tend to spend a little bit more money and then you get used to that and you spend a little bit more money and pretty soon you're making, you know, $163,000 a month and then spending $163,000 a month without even realizing it. So anyway, you got, you, you always got to make sure lifestyle inflation is in check. So you do, you always save the difference. Always save the difference. My biggest expense is rent, but I wouldn't say that I'm struggling every month. I think that the only other thing that inhibits me is the amount of debt that I had collected. So once I can figure that out and pay that down, then I would definitely be living a pretty comfortable life. All right, so let's see this. Christine's typical monthly spending. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Now, here's the thing. Let's let's go. Housing $1,300 split with her partner. $1,300 a month on her budget, I think is phenomenal. If she's spending $1,300 a month on rent in the Bay Area, that that's fine with me. Utilities and Wi-Fi, $63. That's very good. Insurance, $195. Okay, insurance seems somewhat reasonable to me. I think it might be like health insurance or something. I pay a little bit more than that, so I'm not sure if this is car insurance or health insurance. Next one, $600 on food and drinks. 
that's too high. It's basically half of your rent payment is going towards food and drinks. Like food you should be cooking at home and, and also drinking at home. Drinking at the bar is too expensive. No one has the money to go and spend $13 at a drink on a bar. Maybe if you do that once a month. You're allowed $13 a month to go to the bar and get one single drink. If you're gonna do that, that's all you get. The rest of the money you should save. Like you should be able to get the food and drink budget down to like, you know, $250, $300, especially if you're splitting with it. It's so cheap to eat with another person. If you're making food at home and splitting that, it is so unbelievably cheap to eat. So get that, that should be 300 max. 300 if you're eating like lobster and shrimp and fish and like steak every night. $300 split with that. That's so much money. Okay, so anyway, we're gonna get that down. Transportation, 360. A car payment? I don't know what transportation is. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, $84 subscription to membership. Fine. Phone. Uh, phone, $150. Uh, both her and her dad's phones. That's. Uh, that's a lot. Okay, anyway. $975 a month goes to debt repayment, student loans, and credit card debt. Oh, credit card debt. Student loans, I can kind of get if you're paying down student. There's no excuse for credit card debt, though. There's no excuse for that. We got to, like, like you should cut down on the food and drink budget and put that towards the credit card payment. That's what we really need to do right now. Okay, $1,860 a month on savings. I can live with that. I'm okay with that. I think we should round that up to $2,000 a month so that way I could, I could feel a little bit better. That way you're at least saving like, you know, 25% of your income, which is, which is decent. We could, we could get that up to 35%, but we'll, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves here. And then miscellaneous 363 with a little infinity sign next to it. Pet expenses, entertainment, credit card, annual fee, financial planner. Financial planner? Why do you need a financial plan? So there's nothing to pay a financial planner for. That should not be costing you that much for a financial... Uh, finan- I'll give you all the financial advice you need right now. Pay off the credit card debt. Cut out the food and drink a, a, a lot. Um, and then make sure you're doing a Roth IRA. Uh, and, and that's it. Uh, besides that, you, now you could fire your financial planner right now. You don't need one of those. I've never heard of that before. The financial gym. I, I just want to know how much that is. Let me let me look this up. The financial gym, as seen on the Today Show. Imagine if one day there's such a thing like as seen on the on the Graham Stephan show. Like that's a thing. Like the financial as you know, I don't know. Anyway, let's see how much this costs. Webinars, a blog, podcast, fact, or higher membership. Okay, let's see how much membership is. All plans include one hour goal setting meeting with your trainer. Ready to get started? Book your free twenty financial. How much does it cost? I do not want to sit through a 20-minute consultation to find out how much something is. Memberships, come on. Goal setting, budgeting, it's the same, it takes me the same damn thing. Uh, books, no. How much is the financial gym? What? What? Hold up, hold up. For couples, monthly rates start at $145. $145 for the financial gym. No! Oh, man! Why would you spend $145 a month? You don't need to do that. You cut that out. If I was your financial planner, I would say don't pay a financial planner for that. You don't need that. No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. So I just saved you $145 a month if you're doing that. You already know what you need to do. Pay off the credit cards, pay off the student loans, cut out the food and drink budget by a lot, shop around your insurance, do a Roth IRA, and don't spend any extra money from that. If you're spending money on coffee, we cut that down to, to 20 cents. Spending money on avocado toast, we're going to cut that down to 90 cents, right? Just, that's all you need to do. I'm, I'm telling you what to do right now. So we're going to cut that out. So that now saves you an extra $145 a month that you would be better spent paying off credit cards. Done. Wow. Wow. The financial gym. Jeez. Okay. Anyway, we got that out of the way. I think the biggest benefit is that they go through all of your expenses and let you know exactly how much you're spending on everything. So you can kind of have like an eye opening on what you're wasting your money on. I thought I was doing Okay. Okay, so now it says she pays $85 to the membership, which still is too much. I will tell you, I will give you for how much money you're spending. I will do that for free because that drives me crazy. And if you want to know what you're spending your money on, mint.com. And you can also do, you need a budget, and you can also do personal capital. All of those are, are either free or a fraction of the price. You don't need $85 for someone like me to, to yell at you and say, don't spend money, don't spend money. That's what I do all day. That's what I do on this channel is just is just basically make people feel guilty for spending any amount of money, which I do for free. Okay? Have somebody who's regularly going through your finances and having checkup meetings with you and asking you questions like why you did or didn't meet your goals just really holds me accountable. Like imagine if I worked at the financial gym, how much fun that would be, how much fun I would get from just sitting on the phone all day telling people not to spend money. Like this is my, that would be my dream job. Just to be on the phone and be like, Martha, I see you spent $2.50 on Starbucks today. How could you do this to me, Martha? How could you do I thought what we had was special, but you went and spent money on coffee. How could you betray me like this? How could you, how could you betray me like this, Martha? Don't do that. Like, that's what I would do all day. I would have so much fun. I currently have student loan debt from my undergraduate degree, and then I also have credit card debt. Woo! $17,000 student loans. That's not that bad. What's more shocking is $11,000 in credit card debt, and the consolidation loan, she's probably, it's probably good she got some of those loans consolidated, but $11,000 in credit card debt. I just want to know what she spent money on. I want to, because that, that's more than the Instagram influencer who is $10,000 in debt for travel on Instagram. Hopefully she's not an Instagram influencer and that's just like, yeah, you know, I, I was on, uh, I, I opened Instagram and, and now I'm $11,000 in debt. Hopefully it's for some good cause or something. I would go out all the time and buy just like clothes and interesting things like that, like accessories. I would buy flights to go hang out with my friends at other places. Any travel would just go straight on my credit card. I never bought a flight with my debit card or with cash, things like that. So I've been trying to recently reteach myself and pay down that debt and just try and get to a debt-free life because I think that's just a more comfortable way to live. The Chase Sapphire Reserve, I keep saying this, no one listens to me. No, why doesn't anyone listen to me when I'm like, you want free flights? Chase Sapphire Reserve. Or get the Amex Gold or the Amex Platinum or the Chase Inc. Business. Uh, you know what? I'm going to link to all of those in the description, by the way. So that way you could see my favorite credit cards and you could sign up. It's free flights. Like that, That's one of the benefits of opening up some of these travel cards is that you will get free flights. So putting flights on a credit card is, is, is better than on a debit card, but it's so much worse than just paying for it with points. Anyway.
That's her savings. Oh, so only $500 a month is really savings and $1,000 is for moving expenses. I guess she, she's really committed to make the move. I guess she would, it's good she's saving the $1,000 a month and that way she won't have to put it on a credit card. So I, I respect her for that, of really like knocking that down. And she's doing a good job on that. So I, you know, I, I can't diss that. Now, I think it's really good she put $20,000 in a 401k, but, and this is not financial advice, all of this is for entertainment purposes only, but I almost feel like she should have been prioritizing the Roth IRA, and then once she maxes out that 6000 on the Roth, to then go to the 401k, unless your employer is offering an employer match, in which case, always take the employer match in the 401k first, before anything. But it seems like right now, she could really be utilizing the Roth, really just as much, if not slightly more, because she's young, uh, than the 401k. But again, Maybe we're starting to split hairs here a little bit. It's not going to make a huge difference either way, but she should at least be looking into the Roth IRA. Me and my partner had always wanted a scooter. They just look so fun and so convenient to have. So we went down to the scooter shop and it cost us $2,000 brand new out the door. So we split that evenly. And then that is one thing also that went on a card for me. Ah, oh, man. I mean, two things. One, you could have bought that used and probably saved $1,000 on that. And two, it's just, that seems dangerous to me. I'm just not, I'm not a fan of, of two wheels on anything. You know, I think if, if you're going to be riding something, it should have four wheels minimum, just for safety. You know, four you need four wheels if you, if you want to be safe. Luckily, there's a service here called Gig. And what that is, is you can just have a membership where you have your car on your phone and you go and you unlock the car with an app and then it charges you per mile or per minute. $85 a day to use a car. Ooh, I don't know. It just depends on how often she uses it. If she's using it like one day a month, fine. It might be worth it to use that versus actually owning a car. But like she's using it, it just depends how much she's using it. That's a lot of money. $85 in a day for just to use a car. Wow. Uh, just use an Uber. Why not? Just use an Uber to drive you to the beach with your dogs. I'm sure they would be cool with that and I'm sure that would be a lot cheaper. A bunch of friends of mine in the Bay Area have been going to Burning Man for the past few years with me. There you see a lot of different things like that. So I started looking up where I could do it and it turned out the place was about an eight minute drive from my house. So I definitely, I had to give it a shot. That's fine. $50 a month for entertainment, for personal enjoyment, and it kind of makes you a little bit more uh, flexible or like, you know, a little bit healthier. I'm all for that. For 50 bucks a month, I think that's money well spent. The Burning Man, I don't, I don't know how much Burning Man is. I've, I've never been. I have no desire to ever go to Burning Man. It sounds like a terrible time to me, but you know, I, I, maybe she should put Burning Man expenses towards the, the credit card debt first, and, th and then you can go to Burning Man. Might be, might be a better option. I think the most important lesson I've learned about dealing with money is that you should really have a cushion for if anything happens because if I lost my job, I would not be able to pay for my apartment and for food if I didn't have any sort of cushion. And I think that money just buys you freedom and it does buy you a certain amount of just comfort and relaxation if you're not being stressed out about how much money you owe on something or if you're going to be late on a bill. She's totally right about that. I totally agree with her 100%. She's right about that. I'm, I'm glad she came to that realization and I'm glad she's working towards paying everything off. And so far, this seems like, like a pretty decent happy ending. I was getting to a point where I was like, well, I'm an adult. If I haven't figured it out by now, like this just must be how it is. And then I started seeing that other people have these savings and they don't have debt. And I just thought that was so 
crazy and I wanted to learn how to do it. So it's just never too late to start asking questions and figuring that out. All right. So we finished another great, wonderful episode of, wait for it, Millennial Money. Thank you, CNBC Make It, for posting videos like this because it gives me more content and it seems like everyone likes this. So CNBC, if you guys are watching this, first of all, if you want me to be on Millennial Money, I would gladly do it. I'm not going to reach out to you guys. If, if you want me on there, you just ask. Just ask. You can find me on Instagram. You can email me down below in the description. You, you could, or you can even just comment on this video and people will like it all the way up to the top. I will be on Millennial Money. If you want me to, I would absolutely love that. I think that would be a blast. And thank you for posting videos like this. You know, it just gives me an outlet to basically yell at people for spending money. Overall, though, with this couple, I have to say, there's not, I mean, sure, they could be doing better. It's not the worst I've seen. And my, my biggest thing is don't, you don't need to pay a financial planner. Yeah, I, I could yell at you like this with this video, and I saved you $85 a month. So that, that's something. Like, you cut out the food and drink budget. Cut out some of the entertainment a little bit. I, you know, 150 a month split between the two of you, that's entertainment. There's so much you could do for free, just like just hanging out or do whatever. Put all that towards the credit card debt. Credit card debt right now would be number one. And lastly, just open up a Roth IRA. And that would make me very happy. But otherwise, you know, I've seen a lot worse. Uh, you could be doing a lot worse. You came to the realization now about money. I think that's great. And that's it. So besides that, I, I can't be too upset with this video. There's a few things, but, uh, but I'm, I'm overall, I'm okay. So for any, so no one worry about me because I will be okay. I will survive. I will be good. I will get over it and, um, and I'll be able to continue posting videos here. So anyway, with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoy videos like this, make sure to always hit the like button, subscribe, notification bell, add me on Instagram. I post it pretty much daily. So if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching and until next time.